0: Dinosaur... uh, uh, Doctors diagnose advanced cancer in a dinosaur. (laughs) A bone tumour is the first confirmation of a malignant cancer in a dinosaur. That's... Uh,
1: Okay. That's... Mm Hmm.
0: Is it like really big cancer? Or is it just like normal-sized cancer (laughs) but in a big dinosaur? Like a size uh, relative.
1: (laughs) Oh... Um, not sure. (laughs) Not really sure how I can (laughs) respond.
0: And welcome back to another episode of the Great Mates Podcast, another episode on another week. It is a repeat showing of myself, Nick, joined by, as always, Josh. Hello. It is just us again.
1: I mean... People have lives. People, people have lives. Um, people also go in gym, um, like the fitness gaze that they've turned into, although in fairness, I do you the same thing so yeah
0: Yeah, i feel like as as a collective we are all semi-fitness (laughs) gays we just do it to our own liking
1: yes some of us some of us can be bothered to go and pay for gym some of us um can't be bothered and then just go run you know 5 10ks every day um some of us like to go skateboarding and then stack it and fuck their knees up and then decide it's a great day to go bouldering
0: <laughs> oh. I mean no I so say I would do things again mm-hmm. but like by the time I get home I'm just like I'm over it mm-hmm. <laughs> fair enough I'm, I'm also, I'm not like a go out at night person. Like my brother goes to the gym some nights, mm-hmm. but again, he works a nine to he works a nine to five, so he's the same. Where he's like, I just cannot be fucked. Mm-hmm. Also, he has to. He does not like the one person he works with, like the main person he works with. I see. So he's like, I'm trapped with this idiot. I just want to go home and <laughs> rewind. Mm-hmm. But. No, I just ride my bike to school I mean, for the- that's still fitness. Less than five minutes, unless the less than five minutes it takes. That is that is still only, fitness. Yeah, I only do it because I can, mainly. <laughs> it's really only, like, parents are like, why don't you just walk it? Like, why do you bother at getting your bike and then locking your bike up, then walking your bike to the other side of the school, to then leaving right home? I'm like, I don't know, because I can, or else the bike doesn't get used. <laughs> true, true. I But I do have two bikes, though. I have my, like, riding to the shops, the local shops bike, mm-hmm. and then I have my, like, exercise going up the uh, nature paths to the nearest community and back 5K bike. Ah. So the, the 5K bike has not been used in a while, but the other bike gets used pretty much every day. I mean, you know, you do
1: what you've got to do. And... Yeah. and I, I mean, like, for me, when we started going into restrictions, I was out running 5k every day. Like, yeah, Monday through Sunday. And then I sort of changed that up. Like, did... I'm now doing, on average, like, 7k Monday through Friday. So, it's still, you know, I'm, I'm still doing overall, like, 35k-ish a week, which is pretty good. Um... And yeah, again, fitness, gay.
0: <laughs> cannot believe Yeah, I, I also think I just, I stopped doing fitness stuff as it got cold. I was like, uh, I cannot be fucked going outside in the cold. Oh, I, see. I have, I have a fire. I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what happens as it starts to warm up again. Mm-hmm. Like it's been a nice temperature the last week or so here. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I feel like. I mean, the benefits of living in Queensland is that it doesn't get, like, super, super cold. Um, so, and, and like, working out at night, for me, it's just easier.
0: Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Like, 20... Like 20- oh, if, if... Probably if I lived... In, I It's like, there is a gym just down the road from me, but if I lived with my brother or something, mm-hmm. per se, like, I might be more inclined to... Do stuff where it's actually like streets are properly lit and yeah, yeah, there's actually space. Mm -hmm. When for here, it's like I have a busy road on one side, a highway on the other side, and it's like even especially with the highway, like right now, I can hear that, hear the highway because it's so quiet outside. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not a bothering sound, but like that just shows how close the highway is. Yeah, also, I'm near an airport, and all we can hear every day is just (laughs) the Air Force jets going by actually today in class the teacher's like i'm just gonna stop and wait for these jets to pass Mm -hmm. Uh, (sighs) gotta love the air force (laughs) they they're keeping our country our country safe and our children uneducated (laughs) oh my god
1: oh dear but anyway i mean let's see what happens like Yeah, towards the end of this year, how we are all tracking in terms of fitness, quote-unquote. I'll be really curious to see how Brandon's going, given that we haven't... I
0: don't know if it was just me, but he was looking on the Swallow side. Uh,
1: Oh, hello. Here's group chat. Oh, Brandon.
0: Uh, I can't... I can't tell. Uh, I mean, he did say himself that... There's no real... Like, he did say, I haven't got any... I, I, I've i got a not at all fitter. Mm. But, like, but maybe, uh, is there maybe it's there? just a tight shirt. <laughs> maybe it's just a tight shirt and a... Again, like I said, um, fitness baseball gay. Baseball
1: cap. <laughs> like I said before, fitness gay. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: the, the tropes with the fitness gays. Oh, the tropes with the fitness gays. Um... I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens <laughs> again. Like I replied, it's like, it's like looking at a thinner version of me, <laughs> which is, again, it speaks to the fact that Brendan and I are essentially the same person. Um, <laughs> oh dear. Um, but what else has been going on this week? Um, I know I posted something on, in our link dump thing. Um, did we want to tackle that? And that is going to be it for us.
0: I mean, I feel like we can spin a lot out of it. Oh,
1: look, I think we can. So, I believe this report looking at um, diversity in media, in particular the um, presenters and, you know, hosts of, you know, news and whatnot here in Australia, this report was published, well, it was released today, actually, um, the day we're recording, um... And it's titled Who Gets to Tell Australian Stories. So putting a lens on um, news and current affairs and presenters and specifically looking at culture and linguistic diversity. So, I mean, it, the, the findings are, you know, um, pretty much well established. And it's, it's very obvious that Australian media has always been you know, very white, um, with, I would say, the exception to that would be SBS and its, you know, group of channels, because it is governed by its own constitution, um, to be culturally and linguistic diverse. So, yeah, apart from that, all the mainstream sort of networks like Channel 7, 9, 10, even the ABC are mostly, um, you know, white Australian, anglo European background. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not surprising, um, and I am very appreciative of the... Because this is like a proper research publication, like, there's a lot of stuff here that I am very curious to sort of pour into and pull stuff out from, like, down the line, but yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, just it says um, on... One of the first pages, it talks about what they actually did for research, Mm. and their first data set is looking at 19,000 items of news and current affair reporting over two weeks. So, that's a fair amount. That is a lot
1: of, um, you know, analysis that has to be done. So, again, like... mm.
0: I'd be interesting to see what classifies as an item, because... I mean, two weeks is fourteen days. Yes, that's more than a thousand items a day. Yes, so it'd be interesting to see what qualifies, whether it be individual news stories or individual mm. news programs. I mean, like saying that you do have—I don't know how they classify Sky in this.
1: Oh uh, no! But so you it's, do have it's your, literally just free to air.
0: Yeah, but then uh. technically Sky is. Because Sky News does have a free-to-air component to it Mm. and is part of 10 Broadcasting? Huh. I don't remember. I've got it. It's either SBS or
1: 10. Oh, okay. Probably 10. Yeah. Don't think SBS would be whatever one itself linking to to Sky. Um. I'm looking at the data now. What it says is, sample includes 81 news programs and approximately 19,000 news and current affairs items. So I assume these are segments within those programs?
0: Yes, I'd presume that, yeah, they're individual stories. mm
1: uh, List included current affairs shows by the five main networks, which is 7, 9, 10, ABC, and the SBS. Um, interestingly enough, the... Um, Main Aboriginal yes. Torres Strait Islander network and ITV was not included in this sample, so um, I assume they were just it looking at the main. Specifically says that yeah, they were just looking at the main one, mm. yeah,
0: yeah. Because mm. looking, I just looked, and yes, Sky News is broadcasted as part of Win TV, which oh, is, Win, part which is of nine Channel
1: Ten. Oh, oh, Win's Win's ten.
0: Yes, mm. Win is now ten, 10 unless you are in South Australia, to which it's both seven and nine. Uh.
1: Yeah, regional television has always been strange yeah. with its like affiliation stuff.
0: At least it's not as complicated as American. Oh yeah, uh, fuck that. But no, yeah, it's an it's an interesting um, paper where you can. I mean, you can take your own. Like when you think about it as yourself and what you watch as news, mm-hmm. you can kind of see that. Where, when you think about who's on breakfast TV. Oh, yeah. And then who are the news readers you can name and who are the current affairs and news panel show Mm -hmm. presenters you can see. Because, I mean, the the immediate non-white news-related person is Waleed Ali Mm -hmm. on the project. Mm -hmm. But then when that's, like, the only person you can really think of, then you're then you have to kind of start questioning the how diverse is our news presenters yes i mean of course you have Chin, but <laughs> everyone's, like, everyone's a favorite
1: uh, queen and um eurovision representative
0: but also is she like what is she doing now no, is she she's still no no
1: she's officially i believe she has officially retired as a newscaster from the sbs um
0: I know that happened, but then she was floating around she was on the feed for a while and then Oh yeah she was doing she that- was doing some She was doing that
1: for shits and gigs on the feed.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was definitely <laughs> she kind of she totally But then she was also I think on the project for a little while. Mmm No I think she's just not
1: like moved on <laughs>
0: from public life. Oh that's always a good thing. Okay, is that Okay, no, that is totally legit. What's In this? In October 2018, Chin was placed 47 on Maxim Magazine's Hottest 100 list. Of course. Hey, she made top oh, 50. Oh, that is... No. 74. Oh, 74. Top... I thought I heard 47, she sorry. Made... No, I may have said that. You'll go back and figure it out. <laughs> I'm notorious for misspeaking. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she made top three quarters. Yeah. Better than seventy six, <laughs> but no, it doesn't say what she's up to. She's still going for the for the lols, mm-hmm. but yes, New and I feel like news should be presented from a diverse voice, a diverse um, uh, series of voices, because mm-hmm. you, in an ideal world, you'd want it to reflect. Australia, yes, and this kind of goes back to the title of the paper mm-hmm. of who gets to tell Australian stories. Mm-hmm. Of would you not want some cultural insight to some stories? You would, you would think that, and you know, I'm especially, especially an Indigenous voice, oh, like have, not a Indigenous voice, but several a multitude of Indigenous. Yes, more but than one. a. I mean. I mean, it is the Royal A. The Royal A. It is a collective.
1: <laughs> the Royal A. That's a new one. <laughs> oh, but yes, no, no, I get what you mean. And I'm always reminded, like, the importance of having that um, indigenous voice when it comes to, you know, uh, every, I think a lot of Australians will know the whole controversy about channel seven you know doing in segments um on breakfast television on their channel about indigenous issues where there is not a single indigenous person being invited to into the conversation um and yeah it's just like y'all gotta y'all gotta get your shit together honestly like and again like when is it
0: honestly that they don't want conflict like it has to be that they just do not want conflict no
1: see because my other thing my i would say that it's not about conflict i think they're just fanning um you know certain people's ideologies about the role and position of the indigenous communities we have here in australia I think it's just they're just pandering to um old white privileged conservative voices in the community because it's more or less the same thing like look at you look at all sort of the panels panel commentators in very big quotation marks that i'm putting here um across all of the networks are majority white and that is you know indicative of how media in Australia overall likes to present itself as centered on the white person. Um, yeah, my, my, um, psych brain is now in, engaged. Um, so, you know, it's, it's all of those things again. You're just perpetuating a dominant person's perspective on it, which doesn't help things when, um, really the, the people who should be telling these stories. Um, should be from those communities, or at the very least, not from a white Euro Anglo background.
0: And it's definitely not like you can't find. Like, I'm not saying go out on the street and just pick the mm. first Aboriginal no. person you find, but it's definitely not that hard to find Indigenous voices. Mm. Where I mean, the fact that NITV exists proves that, and you've got people like I know. Briggs is not a newsreader, but mm. Briggs was on oh, whatever Charlie Pickering's show is called. Mm-hmm. I do not remember what it was called. The Weekly, that's what it was called. Briggs was on that. And yes, that is a comedic, a more comedic news show, but there you go. There's an Indigenous voice. Mm. You've got um, Stan- Stan Grant. What is his name? Stan Grant? Yep. And then you, that, you have... um, uh, uh, oh, Who else is there? Ask him to be on your show. He'll probably say yes. I'm not saying he's got nothing to do, but...
1: <laughs> but I'm sure he'd be willing to provide an Indigenous perspective. He,
0: uh, over over the next two weeks, he'll probably be able to find a spot, even if it's got to be a, a call-in.
1: Mm-hmm. And oh, there was a... Is it Brooke Boney? Who moved from... She was at Triple J, I think. Triple J News... Person before she moved to 10, I think so. But yeah, um, Brooke Brainy is also another indigenous person who can provide a, you know, a voice, um, a, an indigenous lens to whatever issue that, you know, you might want to comment on. And yeah, again, it's one of those things is like, it's, it's not that there is no voice there for you to take, but it's a choice for networks, um, and you know, the the media landscape overall to not include them in the conversation, which speaks to, again, the whole thing about Australian media and how it needs to be better overall.
0: Uh, uh, this also definitely does tie into this whole idea of that I'm in a class, I'm um, doing a course about diversity taught by a white woman mm-hmm. who freely drops the N-word God, in context in class but the fact that she drops the N-word and so free- no matter the case. And so case, as well? I wouldn't say it was freely, but there was no hesitation to it. Mm-hmm. And for context, my friend and I were like, we've both had to correct students for using the disabled R-word. Uh. And people were like, uh, you know, whatever. And then this teacher was like, yeah, you can't- Like, you've got to be careful with students using the actual N-word, not the N-word. Uh-huh. Um, blah, blah, blah. She also later- This was a class about queer perspectives, so you probably guessed that- Oh, hello. My friend and I were just sitting there being like, we have queer perspectives because we are queer perspectives, mm-hmm. but she's like, oh, you know, don't say the gay F-word. Uh-huh. Like- <sighs> Or- that was talking about reclaimed words. Oh, yes. And I was like, what I wanted to say is, the fags can say faggot, but you cannot say yeah, faggot. Yeah, no,
1: the straights don't have, can't, can't, you know, the, the, you know, we can, we as the, you know,
0: gays and, and queers the, also, can do that. also, it's usually because the queers aren't calling the other queers faggot, they're calling themselves faggot. Yes. And it's the same with African-American people and black people in general using the N-word and disabled people using the R-word. Because
1: it's within community.
0: And it's usually targeted to themselves. Yes. And you only use it to someone else Mm -hmm. if they also use it themselves and allow you to also use it. Yes.
1: But then you can't go around saying that.
0: But if, like, if someone... If two black people mm-hmm. are friends mm-hmm. and one doesn't like it, it still doesn't mean the other person can then call the other yeah. person the N-word. No. it It's a permission thing. Yes. And I'm sorry, but you weren't given permission. Yep.
1: Indeed. Indeed. Indeed.
0: <laughs> but, ah. Uh, she also said she worked for a- Teacher said she worked for a queer and lesbian- Yeah, when I heard Phone that, line. When I heard and that- And I was like- If it was- I I, I told my dad and he said- Main word being used to.
1: There's a reason why she's not there anymore. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, I'm just oh boy. And, when,
0: and when she's like, oh, I have an indigenous friend. <sighs> this is I'm not like, how this works. I, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Like, I can say I have a gay friend. Yes, I can say I have multiple gay friends, but <laughs> I can say I have. But I'm not going to be like because I have a gay friend, I know Therefore, all about. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, how I would phrase it is. I know people who are queer mm-hmm. and talking to them and dealing with them has given me a perspective about their feelings and thoughts mm-hmm. on these subjects. Mm-hmm. I would not say because I have a black friend I know therefore I am the expert in in black issues, right? It was it was like when yeah, it was like when a couple of weeks ago my classmate was like no some aboriginals liked being called like <laughs> being called um Aborigines and Ooh. my friend who who recently found out that she may be part Indigenous on both on both her mum and dad's side, mm-hmm. was like, no, nah, I don't think I've ever heard a black person say that they like being referred to that or referring to themselves as that. This thing doesn't exist, but I'm like, bring your proof. Yeah. It, it will be my feedback to this course of, similar to this paper, mm-hmm. of just find a person of colour. Please. <laughs> find or find a person... Who is queer. Yeah. I don't think it's that hard. And I, I would much rather have classes split between so many teachers mm-hmm. than have to deal with this one teacher. And that's not just... The same goes for my Wednesdays, where I love... Actually, love is a bit of a strong word. I quite like my Wednesday teacher. She's really good. She teaches really well. She has a finger on the pulse. She still works with schools... Like she knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. But if it meant that I could I only had her every fortnight or only had her once a month or whatever, I would much rather have a series, a collective of diverse thoughts and voices mm-hmm. than have none, I suppose is the way of putting it. Yeah. And that's why I'm still really waiting to see if we get this in Aboriginal guest speaker. Still mm. waiting. We we're supposed to have it four weeks ago. I don't
1: know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: But, but even when I did my first half, which was a science course, but I had five different teachers in a week. Mm-hmm. And I was only there three days a week, so we had multiple teachers in one day. And, yes, it's easier when you're actually there and they're all in the same staff room and you're moving between courses, but I'd, it'd be nice to get some specialties going. Mm-hmm. I suppose it's the same, like, at At uni, like, I didn't have the same lecturer for organic chemistry, inorganic chemistry, environmental chemistry. Like, it was all different lecturers because they all had different specialties. And I think I would rather have someone who is some type of minority teaching this diversity course than a straight white woman who used to work in a queer hotline and has a gay and has a black friend. Mm Mm-hmm. And
1: like, I think I think I brought this up. I think sometime last year. It's kind of the reason why you know, like doing this podcast is also, in a way, really important, um, because it means that there's other perspectives on um, things that happen in Australia that you know we don't we might not hear from other podcasts. Um, and that's a good thing um, because, you know, if you if you go through the, the spectrum of stuff like before 2020, I'm talking before everyone and their mother started thinking about doing a podcast um, before, you know, before this year, there was still quite a lot of podcasts generated in Australia that were majority white perspectives, majority straight perspectives, so again, it's having that uniqueness of having mostly Asian-Australian, mostly queer perspectives on this podcast that, um, sets us apart in many ways, um, and also, you know, sharing our own, I guess, perspectives on things that are important to us and, um... You know, even disagreeing about some of the other things that happen, you know, in pop culture and all that, um, is again really important because, you know, you're, it's not, you know, that, um, we're doing it for the sake of being different. It's, it's because we're doing it because we feel like there's also a need to kind of, yeah, just put it out there and see what happens and what comes from it and all of that sort of stuff. And I think that's also really important. Um, Plus all, you know, like, the, all the spin-off stuff that I've done um, has all been based around... Oh, I...
0: Yeah. I absolutely love Unpack This Brain. Oh, bless. Because, I mean, for one, I actually like... Like, I enjoyed going... When I went to a psych, I enjoyed going to the psych. hmm Because not only is it good to sort some shit out, but generally... Mental health professionals, especially younger ones, Mm -hmm. are a breath of fresh air and they have their finger on this collective cultural pulse. Yep. And, and I mean, you you are doing an entire study on (laughs) the complete opposite of what I said. Yes. but, But even though, like, of the multiple sykes i saw Mm -hmm. my favorite was a straight white woman Mm -hmm. it also i think for for one of my sessions we just talked about a date i had a couple hours after like coming up a couple hours later that day oh yeah that was just a session and she Mm -hmm. was like so how do you feel it's fine to be nervous and it wasn't that i was worried about it it was just that i could use now this is complete a complete tangent but whatever But that I could use those skills that I got in that one context Mm -hmm. to further my mental health development overall. Yeah. So, like, if I could deal with the anxiety in this situation, I could deal with the anxiety in that situation. And I think that taking a box, working on that box, and seeing where else that box can fit Mm -hmm. is an interesting approach that... I don't see the older psychs that I didn't see in the older psychs mm-hmm. that I saw when they were just like, cool, my thing is we work on CBT. Yes. We're just going to always work on CBT. Yes. CBT is how we- – and CBT works for me, mm-hmm. but it only – if it's only being taught in one context, it only works in one context. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I see the same in class in the classroom I'm working at, which has a younger teacher – Overall, overall younger, just she's a bit older than I am. (laughs) But having that different way of thinking about how to educate Mm -hmm. within this parameter of the New South Wales curriculum, which is a flawed system. But, I mean, there are spray painted gold rocks- that they've convinced a whole heap of the year fours is actual gold. Oh, no.
1: Oh, I remember you talking and about this. And it's just
0: a joke. It's just a joke. And we just play along with the joke because you know what? It hurts no one and it's a bit of fun. And you were laughing at them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you've just got a... I mean, last week, me and the teacher just had a bit of a we hate these kids. Just like this one kid, all he wants to do is have you read his work. Oh. And boy. when the teacher was like, "No, I'm busy," he just took it to another student and was just like, "Can you read this? Can you read this? I'm going to read it to you. Can you read this?" And even I did. This is this was kind of cruel, but at the same time, I only, I only have so much time in my day. Yes. So there is a student who I quite like because she tries, uh-huh. and that's the one thing with me: just try. I don't care if you get it right. Just try. And she she tries her fucking hardest. I'll give it to her. Mm -hmm. But she's dyslexic. Oh, So writing is not her strong suit. Mm -hmm. But she tries. And she's always like, Mr. L, how do you spell this? Mr. L, is this correct? Mm -hmm. And today she was like, can you read this? Now, I'd already read half of it so I could get the general gist. And also, I'm a really fast reader. So I just skim read it and went, yep, that looks good. I can see that, you know, you've got- and it's, like, in my head, I was like, I can see you've got the words Uluru, Great Barrier Reef, it's long, and it can be seen from space, blah, 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 that's enough information, it's good. She's like, did you read that? And I was just like, oh, I can read fast, and I already read half of it before, so it's all good. Now, that was mean. I didn't actually read what she asked me to read. <laughs> but I only have so much time in my day. Yes. And more not in my day, but more in the teacher's day. And when the teacher's like, it's time still on the floor, we're moving on to the next exercise. Mm-hmm. I just want to get them onto that floor to do the next exercise because I am not the spotlight in that classroom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can be mean to some of the kids and let them believe that a spray painted rock is actual gold. <laughs> but having that, en- but having that energy—if you know what—it hurts no one. They'll probably, they'll probably, they're driving the joke themselves. Like this the thing, the student is driving the joke himself. If he doesn't keep on going, this is real gold, right? This is real gold. Mm-hmm. Like, he's making the joke on himself. We are not being like, hey, look at this, it's gold. So, the point I was making there is, Having younger, fresh approaches to things, mm-hmm. and this also goes in diver- This also goes in diversity and in having different voices, mm-hmm. having that is good. And that's why- Now I'm going to fucking try to tie this all back. That's why I unpack this brain is good. <laughs> because it is young people looking at a very old profession mm-hmm. and having some fresh- Breathing some fresh air and having fresh approaches to it. And it's nice to see that you both are doing that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah i guess
0: yeah and and it's you know and we
1: talk about this on on that show a lot is that it benefited us um you know is even more i guess even you know i i don't come from a psych background um my co-host does come from psych background so there's again another point of difference like well we sort of still see whatever you know we, we try to unpack from, you know, the same lens that we were exposed to while we were, you know, while we're in the counseling degree. So it's always, yeah, it's always fun to frame questions in a way that I know traditional classical psychologists will not um, consider. It's always fun to do that um, because it opens up at least for me, and I'm sure Eunice feels the same way, is that it opens up new possibilities of, you know, working creatively in a space where, which has always been, um, generally speaking, uh, a white, Western aligned, uh, male field. So, hmm. But
0: yeah. I,
1: and I've, and yeah. I, I
0: mm-hmm. mean, there is also that idea of, And I mean, television certainly has pushed this, but that whole idea of recliner couch, sit there, person with a notepad, looking down, not really just listening idea. When I know the young psych I went to, that was not the case. Mm -hmm. It was us sitting in chairs. She rarely wrote anything, mainly because I was the fucking perfect patient (laughs) and- all I needed to do was talk. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed to do. Mm-hmm. She said it. Having me was the fucking highlight of her day, if not week. Bless. Cause there was nothing to worry about. Bless. And she got paid for it. So she was <laughs> like, I don't fucking care. You're not, you're not taking anyone else's place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm not worried about anything else. Mm, 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 I just mm. know. Some days she'd be like, you mind if I eat lunch while we do this? And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, like. Your psych's got to eat. Oh, yeah, exactly. I used to run in... Because I, I I could only went, like, once every three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. Like I, She had other patients that were in there, like, once a week, once a fortnight, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I would... It was next door to the comic book shop, so I'd still be going oh, to the comic book I shop. see. So, sometimes we'd run, each, run into each other and we'd be like, Hi, how you doing? Good, mm-hmm. yeah. See you next week. See you next week. So... Even after I finish seeing her, I was still going to the comic book shop and And she's like, how are you, everything good? I'm like, you know what? Not really, but I'm coping. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's good to know. Because it's also good to not be good. Yes. But you've got to recognise it and put it in mm-hmm. context. And that's something I'm trying to teach friends, but that's a whole other story. <laughs>
1: oh, God. And I mean, like... It's always interesting to hear feedback about, you know, the other shows that I've done and hearing, hearing the feedback from friends about not just Unpack This Brain, but, you know, um, Intercom, um, and Let's Get Deeper has always been very interesting. Um, I guess mostly from the, and I'm, this is, this is, this is not spoiler-esque material, but, there may be a future season of Let's Get Deeper where I will be sitting down with some of my friends that haven't been on the show before. Um And they were like, oh, I'm not an interesting person to talk to. And then I throw them one a question there where I'm like, Yes, I, I, I can hear you monologues, so um, tell me again why you are not an interesting person.
0: Yeah, well, I've been trying to set up an episode with a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm not interesting, and I'm like, you, ha- you are not from Australia, you are queer, mm-hmm. like, for one that's, like, not white and queer is, like, 80% of this podcast. <laughs> not wrong, not wrong. So, but also, for one, you are also into comic books, and we could just have an entire one about what we like to read, why we like to read it, and, like, the first comic book she read was Peanuts. She got into comic books because she wanted Peanuts, and she went to a comic book shop, and they were like, we don't have any, we'll have to order it in. She's like, oh, okay, I'll just have a look around, and she picked up, like, a Captain Marvel comic i think it was or like a Captain America or something she picked up a single issue mm-hmm. and now she's as bad as i am we just buy <laughs> books and don't read them
1: oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy
0: but yeah see that's interesting
1: right and it's like how do you and and i understand it's like you know if you've if you've never has been given the opportunity to unpack it or ever listen to yourself back you would never know that you were an interesting person but it's like to me that is so interesting like the journey from you know peanuts to then picking up you know an entirely new comic line in general and then
0: oh and there is a completely different yeah like and i could talk you you know i could talk about comics yes, forever because they're <laughs> a very because it's such a varied spectrum of media Mm-mm-mm. but it's interesting to know like what do you like why do you like that why don't you like this other thing yeah. because it can be so like I like Batman and I like Justice League but I'm not a big fan of Superman unless it's from unless it's from maybe one of these multiple writers. Mm. But why do I not like Superman? Why do I like Superman in Justice League but I don't like him by himself? Or why do I why do I mainly read a lot of DC but not not a lot of Marvel? And for a lot of people, that would just be like, oh, you read a lot of DC because you're a DC guy. And I'm like, no, because I love Hawkeye. Hawkeye has some great comic books that are easily recommendable. Mm-hmm. But I ca- I have tried to read Avengers in so many different, like so many different runs of Avengers. It mm-hmm. is nothing clicks for me until I realized, one, Marvel is just too magical. The universe does not make sense. Mm-hmm. This whole idea that people could just mutate and have these different powers or that you could be exposed to this gas that would give you all these different various powers. That makes no sense. I mean, at the same time, man comes from other planet has superpowers, but at least that's consistent. All Kryptonians have Kryptonian powers. Yeah. There is more logic and sense and Batman has no powers. He's just a fuck ton of money. <laughs> Or you could say, Wonder Woman is magic. Her whole thing is magic. She's a goddess. Mm -hmm. But it's consistent. Yeah. So, that's all all just the top surface of the thing. But yeah, there is a lot. I think for everyone, there is something they can bring something interesting. And that, to tie this all back, that is something that mainstream TV is not doing. Because same white people having the same white voice... Mm -hmm. It doesn't bring anything more interesting, having Steve Price on the project talking about the same boomer right wing opinions doesn't do anything, and it's why this whole idea, especially when you look at like Fox News in America of this two people screaming at each other, it's not interesting. it doesn't bring anything I'm not saying you have to change opinions, but you're never going to change opinions if it's just two people yelling at each other hmm. When you could have, I don't know. You're, you're talking about BLM is a big thing at the moment. You're talking about the large purport, the the large disproportion of Aboriginal people in prison. Why is that? You have Steve Price who says, "Oh, because they never get because they've never been taught anything better." You know, for sent for decades, dad's been in prison, granddad's been in prison, great granddad's been in prison. Great great granddad was part of the stolen generation, you know, had no culture. That that brings nothing. But when you look at it more about, so yes, they've all been in prison. So Jim Jim never had a strong um male role model. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't know and and single parent, uncontrollable youth that drives that crime. So what about if you what about if the school had a program where during lunchtime they built motorbikes you help control the youth you give them a practical skill that they can use later in life you teach them a bit of discipline there you go you've just stopped one indigenous person from going to prison maybe i'm not saying that that you know that one thing is going to magically cure yeah. that problem mm-hmm. but by doing one thing which is introducing a 40 minutes a day of putting an engine together. You improve someone's life so much. And I mean, I see that. Last Thursday, I was at the school. We're working on angles. One of my favorite students ends up under his desk. Another student goes, Mr. L, so-and-so is under the desk. Hi, why are you under the desk? All he does is reach his arm up, taps on his book. I don't know what you're saying. Use your words. We can work this through. You can do it. I'll, I'll help you. Taps, taps on his book more. Come on, get up. What's the What's the problem? I can't do it. What do you mean I can't do it? Don't know what to do. Come on, get up. Let's look at it. Let's go through it step by step. I bet you can do it. I kind of did the first one for him. I'm always against doing work for kids, but sometimes it's just faster and sometimes it's the best way to teach them. Mm-hmm. He then did two-thirds of what was asked for Two thirds of the question asked, then they only had to do a half of the questions.
1: Oh. He did
0: more work than people. All he needed to do was be showed shown at once. Mm-hmm. Turns out a lot of them can't use a protractor. A lot of them can't put a straight line on top of a straight line. Uh. A lot of them. A lot of them also can't draw straight lines. But I, I digress. You can only actually. Uh, I just. I just think, and I saw this today, where it's just like teachers just don't. Not that they don't try, but when you have a class of 25 students, you can't give a minute to every student for every topic. Mm -hmm. When you have to write a sentence in 15 minutes, you can't give us, you can't, you don't have 25 minutes to give every student a minute. Yeah. So some, unfortunately, some kids fall through the cracks. And that is why I'm for having more SLSOs, maybe paying them a bit more, (laughs) just, you know, putting that out into the ether. But, in by showing a kid one question, showing him how to measure one angle, mm-hmm. he then measured another seven. Mm. And because I just took the time to sit down for a minute and be like, what's wrong? We can do this. I improved that kid's day. Mm-hmm. And again, tangenting, but having that different opinion actually holds value. Having that different approach to something, and not just being all Indigenous people are bad; they all go to prison, they all they all fight with cops. I mean, also maybe having a successful Indigenous newsreader on your program makes for a good role model. Again, gives them something to strive for, and just not every every Indigenous person they see of the most successful Indigenous person they see is a rapper. Mm -hmm. They actually see... I'm not saying a rapper is a bad job. (laughs) But there's more diversity in Diversity in professions. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, they've been looking at this with female role models for 50 years now. Like, how how much is there... How heavy of push is there at the moment for women in STEM? That's been a big focus for the last 10, 15 years. Why don't we look at Indigenous people in STEM? Why don't we... I know that's comp, and I know that's a complex issue because first you need to get people into STEM to then have role models to then put other people into STEM. But the easiest, you know, if networks are complaining about we don't put Indigenous people on TV because there's not enough Indigenous people on TV, then. Like I said, put Briggs on. Put Briggs as a talking head on. I know he go. I always know, I always know I go back to Briggs. I know that mm-hmm. I like Briggs. He's a funny guy. He has good music. He has interesting opinions and he does not shy away from that. But there is, there is a choice. You have on the project, you have Pete Hellier or he was Hughesy before that. You have a comedian. Put an indigenous com- comedian in that role. Mm-hmm. The role, that role is not to tell the news. They're there to make a joke and to have that one funny news story of the day. I'm not saying that that job is easy, but for a comedian, I think it's pretty easy. And I think Pete Hellier can go take care of his kids for a week while an Indigenous comedian takes that role. Mm -hmm. I just... And I know this is coming from someone who does not run a TV channel, but I don't... I, I don't think it's that hard to just put someone in a role especially on the project when you have a show built of a revolving door of talking heads and personalities i mean the same goes for sunrise it's not that hard to just i mean for a while there was that fucking was it koshy's angels or whatever they had on sunrise Where uh-huh. koshi had three women in the talk about the latest problems in fashion or whatever put a non-white person in there on these panel shows, it's not that hard to just put a non-white person in there, put a non-straight person in there, because it's overall, mm-hmm. to, th- it's, to the overall scheme of the show, five minutes is not that big a deal. Yeah. But in the overall scheme to progress, five minutes becomes 10 minutes, becomes 15 minutes, pre- becomes mm. half an hour, becomes an hour, mm. becomes a weekly segment, becomes full time anchor on the seven o'clock news. Yeah. People have to start somewhere.
1: Yeah. Invisibility has to start somewhere. So
0: Yeah. Mm. Another thing I love from the paper is the uh regional regional section. <laughs> oh, we
1: talked about this before before we started. Yeah that, that oh my god.
0: So great. <gasps> oh. the, the data shows diversity is particularly lacking in regional news media. Oh my god. The two-week slice of programming on Win Canberra, 7 Tasmania, Southern Cross ACT, 9 Darwin, blah, 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 blah. There were zero indigenous presenters, commentators, or reporters, and only one non-European in that sample. <laughs> Oh, regional Australia. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. You're doing the uh definitely the right thing.
1: <laughs> doing the Lord's work. The
0: data tells us there is virtually no cultural diversity in regional television. Oh, my God.
1: <sighs> well, at this point, is there even regional television?
0: I mean, the, the fact that they name Southern Cross ACT, Channel 9 Darwin, Prime 7, Win, Like, there is. But I would also think out regional... Out like out in regional Australia, hmm. would there not then be a larger Indigenous voice, that, especially in Darwin?
1: You would think so, right?
0: Like you would think, especially in Darwin, where no—the only reason you move to Darwin is if you're running away from something. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the cliche is true. You don't move to Darwin because you want to move to Darwin. No one wants to live in Darwin. Same as it's same as uh, North Queensland. The only reason you move to North Queensland is if you're fucking a right wing nut job. Oh my god! So no one wants to move to Darwin to to go to university. So it's locals, Mm-hmm. and there's got to be some people coming out of University of Darwin or North whatever the <laughs> universities are that are minorities. I know in for UON, it's all like, no one is coming from Sydney to go to UON. Mm-hmm. Mainly because there's seventeen thousand universities in Sydney you could just go to. But it's all kids from the Mid North Coast and from out in the Hunter Valley and locals. And also a large um foreign What's the f- international students mm-hmm. for whatever? Yeah, okay, how do international students know about Newcastle?
1: Um, I believe I believe UON has a very good marketing team for international. I
0: th- they have to the fact that there is a resi called International House. Yes, funnily enough, not a lot of international students in International House. Oh, that's huh. There's still some. I I think they kind of went from putting all the international students in one area yeah. to being like, it's better to just spread them out and actually have a better cultural exchange yeah. than just being like, you all live in this one area. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I was always like, why are there so many? Not in, not in a racist way, in any, <laughs> but just being like, this is Newcastle. Mm-hmm. No one, <laughs> why, why are you coming from... Why are you coming from Rome to go to school in Newcastle? Why are you coming from Shanghai to go to school in Newcastle? <sighs> but, but, yeah, I, I just, I feel like, especially in regional areas, you would... I know if it's because there's not not as much um, original programming.
1: Mm, maybe.
0: Because, like, you're... But then you still have you still have your regional news programs, like in Newcastle we still have NBN News, which replaces our Channel Nine News, Mm-hmm. and it's just news of Newcastle. Thinking about it, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any diversity there. <laughs> but I would love like in an area that see like it seems the Hunter seems a very indigenous area. Hmm. I. I, again, I don't mean that with any, but it has a very loud Indigenous voice in the community. Mm-hmm. So why not? I don't know. Again, I am not the I am not the owner of a TV network. So also the stereotype of them all being older and white, as this study shows, does maybe have a bit of racism tied in it. Yeah. I mean, at least majority female voice is interesting. Hmm. I think it's 59% female, but only 4% Indigenous, 28% non-European. That 67 speaks mainly English has to be SBS. Maybe. Like, but. I right, so yeah, you've got some senior executive, technical staff, editorial is where that where those numbers come from. Yeah. But see, like, w- with the TAFE, I understand, I mean, I don't understand, but I, I understand having a white teacher. Mm-hmm. You can only work with the staff you have. Yes. But in media where it's a very, um, what is the word I'm trying to think of? Where it's very freelance, Mm-hmm. just freelance someone who's not white. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Again, I, I think I think it's this whole, you know, it, it's that whole conversation of what is it that um, the company, the organization, um, wants versus what it actually, you know, what it, what it says it w- is doing
0: versus what it actually does, um, and oh, I mean, especially in the strive for ratings. Oh, yes, like. Lisa Wilkinson moving from channel nine to channel ten, mm. that's a ratings move. Yeah. You pay you pay her a lot of money to get her on your channel to bring eyes to your channel. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the time it's just easier to hire the pre existing person that is going to bring eyes to your network yeah. than it is to actually search someone else. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: With then the main with then someone like a Waleed being the same thing mm. we have searched out for the small period someone to try to bring a non-white audience to our network maybe try to pull some eyes from SBS mm-hmm. but so yes it's definitely like i know it's easy to say just go out and hire but it's a business it is but it doesn't mean you can't make your business a little bit better yeah mm-hmm. and like like my example before in the classroom just try that little bit, and you might make some magic happen.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs>
0: Fuck that one <went> up fast! <laughs> I swear, last time I looked at it, it said fifty-five, and now it says an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, it always surprises us.
1: I think, I think what we've shown is that in twenty twenty, we're just we're just gonna keep on talking about culture and.
0: What's like? There's anything fucking else going on? <laughs> Apart po- like, I, I, that's not supposed to be a joke. Being like, you know, there's a fucking pandemic going yeah, on. It's true. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's that there is literally like labs are closed. Yes. Um, movie theaters are only just starting to open again, mm-hmm.
1: and they're showing tennis. At the
0: same like all the oh fuck yeah, I'm all all for that. <laughs> but like, this was an interesting point I heard, which mm-hmm. is what's going to be on TV in America in a couple of months. Because nothing's been filmed. Mm-hmm, like it's, mm-hmm, your shows, mm-hmm. shows like Flash, like Good Place, like your very serialized shows, mm-hmm. are usually filmed over a couple months just before they air. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're in the can, ready to ready to go. Yeah. So what's what's TV going to look like in a couple of months' time when nothing's been able to be filmed? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's reruns is the answer to that. Yes. But
1: but what? Yeah. In terms of, like, original content,
0: what can be done. Yeah, it's not going to. Hmm. And Eddie Burback just released a video last week running off a video a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, looking at late-night TV. And he was looking at what has – because his first video was pre-pandemic and was about how flawed late-night TV is, like, late-night talk shows – like your Letterman's, your Conan's, mm-hmm. how flawed they are now when you compare it to, like, YouTube. Mm-hmm. And the his video last week was looking at, well, what's changed now? And if anyone watches any little amount of late night, it's become YouTube almost. Mm-hmm. They're sitting in their study or their lounge room or they they're in their house filming... To a camera by themselves. Yeah. Now, if that is not a, if that is not YouTube, then what is? <laughs> mm-hmm. S- so like, if if late night has become YouTube, what's normal TV going to be like? Yep. Pro re- pro wrestling for the last since April has been in front of empty audiences. Sometimes you'll get some extra talent, and that's what's been happening at the moment a lot of the time. You get your spare talent in the crowd to have some type of false reaction. Mm -hmm. But the WWE ain't ain't selling out 12,000-seat arenas every week. They're lucky to have 1,200 people in the audience. So TV's changed. The fact that there's no Marvel movie also adds to that what the fuck's going on at the moment. Yeah, But I mean... I did just drop a recommend, so <laughs> I feel like that's a good. <laughs> I feel like that's a good a good segue to uh, start. A good segue. Oh
1: wait, so your recommend is go watch the Eddie Burbank.
0: I mean, that wasn't my actual recommend, but okay, sure. I, I mean, Eddie is a funny guy, friends with Gus, uh-huh. so like they they're funny guys, but he has some really good videos about TV and. He's not one of those commentary videos, uh, like, video makers mm-hmm. that are like, look at this stupid thing. I mean, I watch some of that as well. And it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But Eddie has this interesting critique that actually is informative. Okay. But, so, yes, definitely. That's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Eddie Burback. Mm-hmm. My actual recommends, <laughs> were, and I, there is an S on the end of there. Yes. Because I had a few. First, it's, I just finished Tom King's Batman run, and- Fuck is that good! It it really stuck the landing. I was real worried for that series, but specifically, I recommend any of the annuals over that run. There are four annuals, and they're all self-contained stories that r- wrap into the overall story. Mm-hmm. So, the last the last one I read was Annual Four, and it looks at it's uh Alfred's journal for about a month of just what Bruce is doing every day or every night. So, it's like, this night he fought the Joker. The next night, he fought the Riddler. The next night, he saved a girl from a burning building. The next night, he went on a date. (laughs) And there was also another, it was either two or three... It looked at what happens when Batman and Catwoman get married, what happens thirty years later, what happens if they have kids, what happens when they retire? And that's good. That's like it's it's interesting comic book storytelling because it's not just Batman go punch villain for six issues type of comic book storytelling. The other recommend is I need more people to be watching some Star Trek, <laughs> and Star Trek Lower Decks just started, and it is a really good starting point if you have not watched any Trek. It is Rick and Morty in Trek. It has same, it has some of the same art team and, same, and some of the same writers, and calling it Rick and Morty in space does not make sense, <laughs> because Rick and Morty is already in space, uh-huh. but it it has that same Trek vibe and something that something like Discovering Picard just hasn't had lately. But it takes that same, like, story of the week, story of one ship just doing something but also having a very familial crew. But it also needs no context from anything else to Star Trek. There is no other... It references other stuff, like it references... Geordie and Worf, but knowing knowing their stories is not important to it whatsoever, which is good, and also they're only 20-minute episodes, oh. so it's not the usual 44-minute investment. Mm-hmm. But it's also funny and not serious, like Trek usually is. Mm-hmm. Saying Trek is serious is also something, because I've been putting off finishing DS9, because the next episode I have to watch is a... Sh- is the fucking Ferengi going to the mirror universe, which I don't want to watch. <laughs> I do not care about that story whatsoever. Oh my god. But it's the next episode. Mm-hmm. So I've just been watching Voyager instead, and now Lower Decks. Okay. But yes, Lower Decks, it's good. You cannot find it legitimately.
1: Not not in this country, no?
0: No. <sighs> but there are you do not need a VPN to watch it properly. The first episode is on YouTube in America. So if you have a VPN, you can do that and it's free. Mm-hmm. But also there are people who are posting it in like proxy proxy run about, I don't know how to describe it, but pretty much they're just hosting the video, but it's not region locked. It's on YouTube. So you're still giving the YouTube views, mm-hmm. but it's not region locked. It's proxy, not region locked. So mm-hmm. you can watch it legitimately in a way. Yeah. I feel like that's enough rambling. Okay. Socials are at Nick's, Nick's, at Nick's oh, L, on Twitter and Instagram. Oh,
1: cool. Um, my recommends are going to be... Oh, God, I had it before. Um, I'm going to recommend, and I'm fairly sure I've recommended this before, but I'm going to recommend a specific video. Um, Binging with Babish, but the specific video I'm going to shout out and recommend to everyone today is to go and watch the Chocolate Basics with Babish video that he did with uh, Sola El Waili. Um, People may know that name um, from um, another video uh, channel she was with that has since been called out for its um, discriminatory pay practices. ...towards its people of colour and the talent of colour that they had over there. So, I'm going to get you guys to go and watch this Binging with Babish video on YouTube. Um, And there was another one I was going to do. You reminded me, Nick, of... The new Netflix K drama that I'm now rewatching, well, no, not rewatching, now watching for the first time, thanks to a recommend from a friend of mine. Um, so it's a K drama called It's Okay Not, to, uh, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Um, it is, I will say, um, it is classic K drama in terms of its hideously exaggerated, um, Characters, like they're very extra. Um, again, very classic K drama in terms of episode length. So the average is about like 70 minutes per episode. The good thing is with these Netflix ones is that they're only 16 episodes and not something ridiculous like 48 or 60 episodes a season. Um, a run. So there's that. Um, also go watch it because god damn it, how the fuck did I fall for Kim Soo Hyun again? Um, And also, like, the premise is, um, surrounds, um, people with, um, you know, um, issues in mental health and relationship building and relationship dynamics and, um, all within a Korean context as well, which acknowledges culture, which is, wow, um, so, so deep and so meta, um, it... And I'm, what am I, how many episodes? You know, I only finished four of the 16 episodes um, that are available on Netflix. Um, the season's already, like, the show's already done as it is. Um, so, you know, take your time, I guess. I'm going to take my time watching this um, series, but so far, so good. Um, so those are going to be my two recommendations if you want to come find me on twitter and instagram i am abang pinoy and um if you want to come follow the podcast we are on twitter and instagram just search great Tomates podcast all one word um sub to us if you enjoyed this episode and you want to um listen to the archives wherever you are listening to us also go sub to our spin-off shows spoilers for days let's get deeper the Indian Intercommunity podcast and unpack this brain wherever you can find them So, um, and that's going to be it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.